if, if I give you a guarantee today that whatever you decide to do over the next 12 months, you're not going to fail, what would you do now? Welcome to one more episode of Passion Printers. So as you guys know, what we do is we bring you some world's brilliant minds who have actually found their calling, their passion, their purpose, and they're going out there making the business out of it and impacting a lot of lives. So today I have an honor and privilege to welcome one of the esteemed guests who has been best-selling author, who is one of the top 50 educators of all the world, like around the world, and he has been teaching people on the wealth advisory. He's built different core businesses. He's based on Australia, a multi-millionaire, a very talented, a very dynamic personality, Ron Malhotra. Ron, welcome to the show. Good to see you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely pleasure to have you. So Ron, um, for people who are just seeing you for the first time, uh, can you give us a background? You know, you are very successful as of today and you love impacting people and you're built all the businesses from scratch just from idea to the profit and business and all in the process you're impacting a lot of lives so how did you even get started give us a backstory like you know where were you born and how did you even get started in this journey yeah i was um, i was actually born in india and then moved to australia when i was very young and like most people um, especially because i came from a background where we didn't have money I made success my ultimate goal. Um, the mistake that I made was I never really asked myself what success truly meant for me. So I never asked myself what would make me feel fulfilled. And I thought that if I just have a lot of money and I have a, a fancy title in a job and I have a corporate position, then that's going to make me successful. So, um, so that's what I aimed for uh, when I was young. And um, there was no talk of really doing something that you're passionate about, never asking yourself what inspires you. You know, those things don't even cross your mind because you just think that if you have a good title, you have good money coming in, then that's going to get you respect and that's, good, that's what's going to make you fulfilled. Yeah. Um, so I did acquire, because I'm quite a driven person, so I did acquire everything that I wanted to. But then I kind of realized once I had it that I wasn't really feeling, feeling fulfilled. And then I learned that uh, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure. And I did feel like a failure, I, even though from other people's definition I may have been successful, I certainly didn't feel it. Um, and so I had to then, it was almost like I was born a second time with the realization that I had to um, discover really um, what I wanted to do in life. So it was almost like I, everything that I had learned up until the age of 30 uh, hadn't really supported me, me in being the person that I really wanted to be, uh, living by my highest value and what was important to me. Uh, and so I kind of realized that I was making good money, but I really wasn't inspired. And I wasn't, my goals were not aligned with my values. Um, so I had to start on a journey of self-discovery and ask myself the important questions that I never asked myself, like who am I, uh, what do I really want to be known for? And I realized that money was still important to me, but the shift that I had that happened inside of me was that it's how I made that money and what I did with that money that became even more important than just making money. Mm -hmm. um, so then it, from 30 to now, the whole process has been about 
you know, unlearning everything that I had learned and then relearning um, everything about myself and then starting from that point. So rather than going, what will make me money, I started to ask myself better, better questions. How can I make money doing what I love? And then even evolving from there and going, how can I make money doing what I love in a way that impacts people positively? Mm-hmm. And when I started asking myself those questions, that's when I really started to um, find out what inspires me and what makes me happy. So I had to literally then, you know, walk away from everything that I had built and then start again. And then, you know, after seven, seven years of doing that, I kind of realized that this is the formula that they don't teach you at school. And then I felt really passionate about starting to share it with people because I had done it for myself. I had helped other people achieve what they wanted to achieve through a life of significance. And so that's why obviously we've collaborated together because I know that you have a fundamental belief that you don't just want to make money, you want to make money doing what you're passionate about. So that's something that you and I have in common. Right. And, uh, and that's the message really. At the, the core message is that success doesn't always satisfy and go for significance, which basically means that you're doing what you love, you've identified your gifts, you've developed your gifts, and now you're giving those gifts away, but you're also getting a profit for it. And, and to me, I think that's the ultimate form of success. Yeah, I, I can resonate with your story. Uh, now, a lot of people are at different stages, right? Now, we are living in such a beautiful age, and I am also like, just like you, when I was in the job, I was stuck making, you know, I was making good money, 3.5 lakh per month was a great money for me, but I had no fulfillment. So I did few things and I actually realized that I can make business out of my passion and follow it. But a lot of people don't even know, how do they even find the passion? Yeah. Right? There are people who are, who are even, you know, they're like, you said about the education system, right? All that is teaching is how to get a job and how to survive. Mm-hmm. Now. If somebody's a nine-to-five job or somebody's just started the journey, an entrepreneur, but they don't know, are they really passionate about or what are they passionate about? So what advice would you give them to the people who have not even figured out what they're passionate about? Yeah. It, I, and it's, it always surprises me how many people struggle with this question. Mm-hmm. Um, because as children, we already know what we're passionate about. We have a, um, a natural gravitational pull towards certain activities. And then, obviously, uh, as we get older, the education system, the cultural conditioning, uh, the parental conditioning, the media conditioning, then discourages us from doing what we love. Because we make the assumption uh, that if you're doing what we love, that's not sensible and practical, and it's not going to make you money. So for me, I can just share what I have gone through um, in terms of you know, identifying who I really am. What I did was I sat down and I really started to ask myself some questions and my, some of the questions I asked myself, which is now what we teach. Um, we obviously haven't got this time to go through the entire process, but I'll share some of the questions that I asked myself. So number one, I asked myself, you know, if I, if I had all the money in the world, what would I do with my time? Yeah. So that's something that people need to ask themselves because a lot of times people are compromising on the, what makes them happy to chase money, but just for a minute, ask yourself if you had all the money in the world, mm-hmm. yeah, there was no, you had no financial stress at all, what would you really be doing with your time? Because that's a really important question. Sure. Um, the second question is, if, um, what are the things that you do with your time now, where you lose all concept of time? 
You know, so when we're doing something that we love, time goes quick. When we're doing something that we hate, time drags. So there's, a, there's ways that there's hints in that because ask yourself what are the types of things, activities that you engage in where you lose all concept of time. You forget how, you know, like sometimes I, when I'm writing or I'm speaking, like, and you, I know you're the same. Hours can just, you know, you just feel like, oh my God, where did the time go? Because you're so in the zone, it's the, and this state has been studied, it's called the flow. The, the state of flow is a natural state where we uh, overcome our body needs. We don't need, like you can be sitting there and forget to eat, forget to drink water, forget to even go to the toilet because you're so immersed in what you're doing. Yeah. In there, there is an indication of what you are meant to be doing because that's our natural genius, mm. right? So um, then ask yourself, what are the types of things that people come to you for and say, you're so good at that, you know, um, because a lot of the times we undervalue what we're good at. Mm-hmm. We just take it for granted. We just think everyone's good at that. But ask yourself what your family and friends tell you about, you know, you're so good at this, Dave. You're so amazing. How do you do it? Mm-hmm. And, you know, because again, in there lies some, um, some hints about what you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Now, also don't disregard your personal and professional experiences that you've had. Think about your entire life, all the things that you have done in your life, both personally and professionally. You know, and see what, does, what story is that painting for you? Because, you know, like I, I looked at my past and I thought, you know, I've been in the, for some reason I always end up in money-based industries, whether it's you know, wealth management or it's commercial banking or it's private banking or it's funds management, all finance-related disciplines and all very practical around money concepts. Um, and then always found myself in one way or another doing some sort of consulting, advising, mentoring. So, you know, that kind of paints a picture because why is it that, what is that telling you? That general theme is telling me that I obviously love talking to people about things that will improve their life. And I do like communicating with people. And that's how you kind of start to get a feel for, you know, what you're meant to be doing in your life. So these are just some questions that I've shared. You know, we could be here and I could, like in the next hour, I can give you so many questions. But I do encourage people to ask themselves good questions because if you're not asking yourself the right questions, are you, how are you going to get the right answers? Mm-hmm. Like your brain's not even going to look for that information because yeah. it's, it's right now it's not relevant to you. So the first thing is ask yourself the right questions. And when your mind says it's not practical, it's too late, it's not realistic, just block out those noises for now. Don't worry about how you're going to do it. All we're trying to do at this point is just help you un- identify your purpose and passion. Yeah, yeah. That, that's very interesting. And it reminds me of my conversation with uh, one of my passion brand mentee, Archana. And when I was going through the exercise of you know going deep into her past and understanding what she loves doing and coming to the stage of flow, and we realized that she's so passionate about gardening, planting, organic farming. And she said, yes, you're right, you know. I realized that there's an incident that, you know, when I'm in the garden planting something, my husband and my kids will keep crying, food, food, food. And I said, coming, coming, and I'll just be in this flow. Get immersed. Yeah. She's immersed. Yeah. And that is what, you know, I think um, she realized. Yeah. And I think if you're listening to this, you've got to go and do a deep soul searching. And what Ron also mentioned is uh, the questions. You should ask the right question to get the right answers. Most often I've seen the questions that I was asking myself is, hey, how do I make more money? Mm. How do I get a new promotion? How do I get a job? How do I get increment? If those are the questions I'm asking myself, no wonder I'm so far away from the reality of who I am yeah. and forget about the state of flow. Yeah. Right? 
So assuming that somebody has asked those questions, and of course, you know, if you want to learn more these, you know, things, that is what we cover in our uh, workshop that we do one crore coach. You can even read, you know, then Ron's book and my books. Uh, but if let's assume that somebody has found their purpose and passion, is that enough? Um, it would be nice if it was enough, but we do live in the real world, right? <laughs> so everyone has to pay bills and we all have goals for, you know, whether it's life or lifestyle goals, even if it's contribution goals for which you need money. So we obviously it would be very silly of us to just tell people to quit their jobs and pursue their passion and purpose and not find a way to profit from it. And, uh, and that to me is the ultimate sweet spot of success is when you identify what your purpose is, which is what you're meant to do, you identify your passion, which is what you love to do, and you work out a way to profit from it, which means you are taking the purpose and passion and you're using that purpose and passion to solve real world problems for which you get paid. And ideally get paid a lot of money because the problem that you're solving with your purpose and passion is a complex problem that's not easily solved by other people. And so for that, people pay. So, yeah, I mean, you have to make a profit from it. Just finding your purpose and passion is not sufficient. Now the next question is, how do you commercialize that passion? How do you take that purpose and passion and convert that into some sort of an entrepreneurial venture? Uh, and we are very lucky today, you and I, when we did this workshop, we explained to people that uh, we're very lucky today because with the internet and social media, you're connected to the entire world, problem, world, market, world market. And if you have solved a problem for yourself, you had a problem and you were stuck, and then you made yourself unstuck, and if you can formulate the process of how you did that, well, guess what? There's a lot of other people who are also stuck like you were, but you worked out how to get unstuck for yourself. How about converting that into a process and helping other people get unstuck as well? Um, and so a couple of things there is that people will pay to others to solve a problem that's pressing, especially if you can help them understand the impact of the problem, helping them understand the impact of not fixing the problem, and help them identify the cause of the problem, the root cause of the problem. Um, and so that's the first thing, if you can do that. And the second part is that you're not restricted now to your friends and your immediate networks. The whole world is your market. So if there's 7.6 billion people on the planet, there's a good percentage, even if 1% of that entire world population had the same problem that you've had, that is a huge market that you can tap into. And there's no geographical barriers like there used to be because of social media, you can connect with anybody. The thing is you have to become uh, an expert on identifying the problem, the impact of the problem and the cause of the problem before you become a solution expert. And so that's, the, that's where a lot of people get stuck themselves. Uh, and there, a lot of people just undervalue what they've done as well. Like they don't realize that if I did it for myself, yeah, and you, you gave some really good examples at the workshop where you're talking about how many people get stuck in, they don't know how to overcome relationship issues or health issues or money issues or issues even in their industry or in their marketplace. Yeah. There are so many problems in the world. True. And as long as there is unsolved problems in the world, there is opportunities for passionate people yeah. to make a business that solves those problems. Yeah. And really at the end of the day, that's how simple it is. It is, it is. 
And, and a lot of people, I think that this is a good example that you gave. Um, so what I'm understanding is you need to know the passion first, understand how does that solve problem for others, have a process in place, solve it, and that's how you make profit. Yeah, and obviously you have to position yourself as the person who solves that problem. And there are things, key things there as well. Like um, you want to come across as having some, you have to have some points of distinction. And a lot of that will just come from your personality. Because whilst, you know, you may have passion that is similar to other people, you may have a purpose that's similar to other people, you may have a value that other people have, you may have strengths that other people have. Here's a question though, does anyone in the world have the exact combination of all of these things as you? So has anyone in the world got the same personality, strengths, values, purpose, passion and goals as you, exactly the same. No, they don't. So the thing is, that unique combination that makes you who you are, how do you take those intangible concepts and how do you build your brand around that? That's the first thing. And then the second thing is, how do you position the problem that you solve in a very niche space to elevate yourself above everybody else? Um, and so this is not rocket science. We, do the, we did this for ourselves, we do this for our clients every day. Um, and the thing though is, if you, don't, if you don't even understand that that's a possibility for you, then you're going to just keep doing what you're doing, you're going to be unhappy, and you're giving up your most valuable asset, which is your time, which you'll never get back. Uh, so, you know, every day we make a decision, what do you want to give up your time for? Are you, do you really want to give up your time for an uninspired life that you're not passionate about? And how do you know how... You know, one of the questions I ask myself when I help people identify their passion is, what would you do if you knew you would not fail? Mm. If, if I give you a guarantee today that whatever you decide to do over the next 12 months, you're not going to fail, what would you do now? Okay? Mm. And so the question then is, let's just say you know the answer. The question is, why aren't you doing it? And the only reason you're not doing it is because you think you're going to fail at it, which is basically what, it's a fear. So that means you have decided to live your life in a certain way because of what you fear. And is that really a great way to live? To live your entire life because of something that you're fearful of? And chances are that whatever you fear is not even true. I mean, imagine living an entire life of lies because of your fears. And we know that 90% of our fears, are, you know, imagined fears are not real. Yeah. You know, in fact, they say only 2% of our fears are even come true. Oh, wow. So 98% of our fears are not even real, they're imagined in the mind because maybe somebody in our life said to us that this person lost money or this person was cheated or this person, bad things happened to these people. But we don't know what their situation was, we don't know what they did, we don't know how careless they were. We, don't, we have no idea. Without context, we have taken their stories and allowed those stories to dictate what we're going to do in our life because those stories that were told to us when we were young put so much fear into us that we don't even explore the possibility anymore. But that's not the hallmark of a thinking person, right? Because if you succumb to your fear and you stop thinking, then as you, as you know, I challenged a lot of people and I said, what is the point of being educated if you can't even ask yourself these questions and not even pre prepared to explore the possibilities that lie ahead of you? Yeah. Because if you've closed your mind already and all of these opportunities that the world offers today, mm. you can't even see them, then what is the point of going through the education system? Right. Because you are no longer because if the education system has only taught you what to think, mm. but has it taught you how to think? Very interesting. So, 
Now, going back to the same scenario, let's assume the person has found the passion, they're trying to reach a goal, which is to have a fulfilled life, where you have happiness, money, success, time, freedom, everything is there. Now, one of the questions which a lot of people don't ask themselves is the question is, who do I need to become in order to get where I want to get? Now, if I were to ask you that question, if somebody has ambition, somebody has passion, what is it that you would suggest that who should you become in order to get to your destination? Yeah. I think the first part of that question is that first thing you need to become is you need to become all of who you are. And to become all of who you are, you need to find out who you are. And most people don't know who they are, and that's why they lack confidence. That's the first part. So the first part is become all of who you are. The second part is understand the mindset of the most successful people in the planet and adopt that mindset. There is a way that people think to become successful. There is a way that they make decisions. There is a way that they deal with fears, right? So there's a way that they manage their emotions. And there is a level of self-awareness that they have around themselves and social awareness that they have. So you've got to do those two things to become the person that is worthy of the success that you really want in your life. So really simple, you know, be all of who you are and understand and incorporate the mindset of the most successful people on the planet, which is something that we, both of you and I, enable people to dissect and understand. Right. But if you don't have to come through us, of course, if you feel that you want to do that yourself, and that's fine. But the reason I'm such a big advocate of mentorship, uh, and it's not just about me advocating our mentorship to people, but we walk the talk, but it allows you to shorten the time journey. Otherwise, what you're doing is, um, we're not saying that people can't figure this stuff out on their own, but let's just say it takes 10 years to figure this out, if you figure it out at all. Um, does that really make sense compared to somebody has already figured it out, not for themselves, but for other people as well? And instead of 10 years where you don't have any certainty, they can maximize the probability of you getting that outcome within a year or two years. After all, if you save yourself eight years and all of this time on experimentation and you're going to, people lose so much money as well by not knowing what to do, you know. So um, that's why I'm a big advocate of mentorship. So if you are wanting to accelerate your success towards your desired goals, then consider having a mentor, uh, but not just any mentor. You want the mentor who has the results that you want. That's the really important criteria for picking a mentor. Do they have the results um, that, that you want? Two, have they got deep expertise? So not just an opinion. Everyone's got an opinion these days, yeah. right? An opinion doesn't make a mentor. Um, and are they going in the same direction as where you want to go? Apply that three-part criteria to determine if the person suited uh, to mentorship and then have some faith. You know, like there's always uncertainties with everything. There's no certainties in what people are doing now either. People will, people are conditioned to go and spend all this money on a degree. Nobody gives them a guarantee that they're going to get a job. Nobody gives them a guarantee that they're going to be fulfilled. And nobody gives them a guarantee that that degree is going to lead them to the lifestyle that they want. They still do it because they're conditioned to do it. But when it comes to starting a business, educating themselves, their mind, getting a mentor, investing, the things that actually improve your life. People only see the risk, right? They don't see the opportunity at all. Yeah. Even though what they're doing carries a lot more risk and has actually, the world 
history has shown that all that stuff is not working. People, the world is full of educated people who have gone through the academic and tertiary education system and are not living the life they want, yeah. don't have financial security, are not making the impact and the make difference that they want. And they're not even achieving the financial security that they set out to achieve. Yeah. So many people have failed. You know, I can talk about percentages. 60% of Americans have less than $1,000 in savings. 75% of Americans are unhappy in their jobs. But the reason I'm stating American statistics is because in India it's a lot worse. Yeah. And we are following, we're looking at the West to see well, who, that they've got the answers. But we have so much inherent wisdom in our own culture that encourages us to develop our mind, that encourages us to follow our heart, that encourages us to add value to others. But we've moved away from that, that wisdom and bought into certain concepts. So it's time to go back and revisit that wisdom. It's time to be real with yourself. And it's time to live in a way that goes beyond your own selfish reasons. And I, you and I both know that when you only think about yourself, you can't play the big game. The best way to serve yourself is, of, is to find a way to serve a lot of people, but using your own gifts and talents, mm. identifying them first, uh, developing them, and then finding a way to get it out to the world. And to me, that is the best business model today in the world. And that's what we teach. We don't teach you, Dave and I don't teach people how to run a traditional business. There's no point. Like, why would you run a traditional business today, a manufacturing business or a distribution business, when you can scale so much faster, get global impact so much faster, and you're doing it around your passion, and you don't need lots of stuff, you don't need lots of expensive equipment or plant or machinery, why would you not consider this model? It's only because you're not open anymore. Your minds are shut for a lot of people. Their minds are shut. And they worth the most dangerous things in business or in life is, well, we're doing it because we've always done it this way. Yeah. But we've always treated women badly. We've always, we've always smoked. We've always, there's so many things that we've done that haven't served us as, uh, the hu haven't served the human race. Yeah. But that doesn't mean we're going to keep doing it just because we've always done it that way. True. True. How can we evolve with that type of thinking? So it's time to evolve. We start to, uh, you know, it's time to start asking yourself some questions. And what we're talking about, it has real practical implications. This is not just a feel-good concept designed to make people feel like, oh yeah, it'll be very nice to live my passion. Like, there's still hard work involved. But wouldn't you rather work hard in an area that naturally inspires you mm. and creates value for your life and others than to work hard in an area that doesn't inspire you? And I say to people, you know, we're not saying that this is the easiest road in, in the world, but either you pick problems that inspire you or it, your life will automatically fill up with problems that don't inspire you. Yeah? Interesting. So you and I have problems. We have challenges, but we're inspired by them. I love it, you know, like... You know, we have challenges, we have things that happen, not things to, even on this project, things didn't go according yeah, to plan. Yeah. But how good was it to yeah. overcome it now? How good do we feel? Yeah. yeah. But if we were not inspired by what we're doing, we would give up. Yes. We would not go all the way. Yeah. We would get depressed like a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we want people to experience, what that's like. Because we've been on the other side of the fence too. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And for people wondering what happened, why, you know, Ron is talking about massive, massive success is because we had a 
we had a one crore coach which was massively successful i think we had 70% of the people sign up for the long term mentorship program so that's what we're talking about but it wasn't smooth it wasn't smooth at all but looking I back now nights, two days i was depressed <laughs> watching watching movies binge watching anything junk food but it's all worth it now <laughs> and here. and now but isn't it good that we went through that because yeah. now you look at the journey i actually want to go through it again yeah do you know what i mean because uh, now i'm a little bit depressed now the challenge is over we've done so well now it's like what's next so now it's time for the next challenge but we'll pick the next challenge that inspires us again because we know who we are but we didn't just find that out one day did we we didn't just wake up and go this is who I am this is what I'm going to do we were prepared to go through the um very messy journey of getting to this point and as i explained to people all change is very uncertain in the beginning and it gets very messy in the middle but it's beautiful at the end true and people only see that beautiful part and they want to get to the beautiful part quickly but they don't understand that they it's a necessity to go through that uncertainty and mess to get to that beauty because that's what makes you appreciate that beauty. Yeah. So, you know, I can't wait for the next challenge now. And I know it's going to be hard again and we're going to hate we're going to hate everything. We increase the benchmarks now. <laughs> that's right. So, that's the best. That's interesting. So, I have now last two questions. What are the opportunities that has that have opened up for even the average middle class people that was not there before? Yeah. Like the, you know, everything has changed. We all know it. We're no longer in the stone age or industrial age, not even even moving from the information age to social age and knowledge zenith age yeah so what are the new opportunities that has opened up for anybody who's watching this yeah in 9 to 5 or living an average middle class or things i don't have money i don't have anything what are those opportunities right yeah. now yeah you're right we're no longer in the stone age but you see people who live like they're in the stone age yeah. we're no longer in the industrial age but you see people who live like they're in the industrial age yeah. we're no longer in the information age but a lot of people live and educate themselves like we're in the information age and we have to adapt that's what charles darwin said it's not the strongest or the fastest of the species it's the most adaptable that survive mm-hmm. and if you're not adaptable then you're going to become obsolete very quickly yeah. so the rules of business are completely different today for example uh, you know even up going back 15 years ago you know you would you could the only way you could become an entrepreneur is if you had a lot of capital mm. and you had like a really unique product yeah uh and then you would have to spend a lot of money on advertising mm-hmm. yeah and uh you need to have a traditional type of business and you have a lot of people working for you and so on and so forth well that's the way business used to be done and so even now when people talk about business and entrepreneurship i suspect they still think that that's how business is done mm-hmm. so what has changed well a lot of things well first of all the ability to have visibility is no longer uh exclusively reserved for celebrities today if you have a unique message an idea a desire to share a desire to create value you can build visibility around what you do very very fast because you're creating value second you no longer rely on traditional media for advertising i mean social media has completely changed the game and it's given power to those who are prepared to work right so there's no longer a case of this hierarchy where only a few gifted people can have massive success uh, now success is based on who's adding the most value and who's consistently showing up mm. who's consistently solving problems mm. so um so anyone can build a personal brand today how wonderful is that around your unique personality yeah uh, the other part is people don't want to see perfection they don't want to see the perfect product they don't want you to always look good and always show up with your best they want to see your journey mm. they want to see your own transformation and you're more likely to get trust that way. Yeah. 
Um, the other thing is, because of the internet, you know, you need, you don't need a lot of infrastructure if you have a good website, uh, you have a good idea, you know what your market is, um, you have, you know what your personal brand is, uh, you have an online payment system, uh, you know how to relate to your clients, you know how to prospect and win business and retain your clients, um, and you understand some basic fundamentals of how you can scale your business in today's economy. You don't need a lot of money. Nothing anyone says that you don't need any money, then they're lying. You certainly, like the cost of doing business is so low compared to what it used to be, right? That it would, and, and how quickly we can scale and go global has so exponentially changed that it would, it's silly not to do it. It's silly not to do it. Imagine the cost of business coming down by like, uh, you know, a factor of 50 and the, the, the expansion of business going up by a factor of 50. And people are not doing it because people have not woken up to these facts. So I think the opportunities are there. And of course, not everybody knows how to do this. And if you have deficiencies in your, in your understanding and your knowledge, what do you do? You go and seek advice and mentorship from somebody that has the expertise. And that's what you and I did. Yeah. Uh, that's what you did when you decided to do, a, you know, for those of you who have a university degree or any type of uh, academic or skills-based qualifications, that's what you did. You identified a gap in your understanding and then you fulfilled that gap. The issue though is, this type of education is very practical. This is not like academic education about giving you a certificate so you can get a job. This is about designing your life around your passion and purpose. This is about building something that you feel proud of. This is about leaving a positive legacy. This is about impacting other people in a way that fulfills you, right? This is about having the life and lifestyle and the freedom and flexibility that you want. Uh, so this is not like a certificate. And that's the kind of mindset that people need to get out of and go, well, I need a certificate. Because that mindset says, I, all I care about is this piece of paper so I can get a job, but it doesn't think beyond that. Why do I want this job? What am I really ultimately, how do I want to live? It completely failed people. So many people do not ask themselves these questions. So um, to me, this is the ultimate form of business and life. Like it doesn't even feel like business to me. I am just living my life. You are just living your life. And uh, business is working around our lifestyle. Not that our lifestyle is subservient to our jobs, our careers, our business. And that is just the ultimate form of freedom. And I can't wait for more and more people to experience this. That's interesting. Now, before I ask the last question, if somebody wants to connect with you, follow you, how do they shoot that? Well, I think, I mean, for, uh, they can connect with me on LinkedIn um, and any other social media platform, Instagram and Facebook. But also, you know, we are doing this work together under this brand called the One Crow Consultant and Coach. And I would encourage you to check us out on the next event that we have. Do whatever it takes to come to the event. Find out for yourself what this is. I mean, this is going to open up your mind. Uh, this is going to open up your heart. This is going to show you the possibilities that you're missing. So come and find out at our event. And, you know, we don't shy from saying, there we sell our services. But so what? We're selling a service that is going to massively improve people's lives. And so come and check it out if you're not in a good place, but you know deep down in your heart that you've got the potential, you've got the seed, and you need someone to just give you a hand with it. Come and check us out. When are we we're going to be doing events all over the country? And, you know, come and find out what this new model of business is and how to be the best version of yourself and be all of who you are and how do you package that and take it to the world. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, connect with me, but also connect with the One Crow Coach and Consultant and check out the work that we're doing. Yeah, excellent. So I'll, I'll leave the links below, you know, if you want to 
follow this amazing legend, living legend who has transformed a lot of lives. Now, the last question is, what sort of impact that you want to have on this world? Yeah. Well, the first, my, one of the missions that I'm on is I love teachers. And for me, a teacher, I'm not talking about a school teacher, an academic or a, profe a professor. When I say teacher, I'm talking about anybody who takes knowledge and wisdom and insights to transform other people's lives. Some of them come in the shape of a mentor. Some of them come as a coach. Some of them are consultants. Some are advisors. Some are trainers. Some are speakers. Some are authors. The reason I love these people is because they inherently are found that they're givers. And they love helping other people transform their lives. And so in the past, the rock stars of the world were people who were in the entertainment game. Yeah. Or, you know, like if they were sports people, they were actors, they were athletes, um, they were singers, musicians. These people got the rock star status. And I think it's time that the rock star status, the power, the influence, the success and the wealth ends up in the hands of heart-centric teachers. Yeah. And so we give them be effectively let them borrow our mind, our experience, our strategies, so that they can become that perfect person, perfect epitome of a person that is using what they know and doing what they love. But not on, they're not struggling financially. We've seen so many teachers struggle financially. Oh, yeah. And that's, there's some flaws in the way they think. You know that a lot of teachers get caught up in teaching, but they don't think about outcomes. They don't think about the results that they're producing for their clients or their students. So um, that's my mission, is to give these people rock star status. Just like, you know, how much of my popularity today, you know, um, and the influence that I have has come from just, I, who would have thought that, you know, 10, 20 years ago, that you could be the, doing the type of work that we're doing and get so much exposure, influence, and opportunities that have come out of it, collaborative opportunities, financial opportunities, you know, uh, clients. Who would have thought? You know, and such an exciting time. So there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they've gone through hardships, they've gone through setbacks and adversity, and they have experiences, they have skills, they have insights that they want to share, but they're not, they don't know how to commercialize it. But they don't even know how to package it. Yeah. They don't know how to position it. And um, so that's really what I'm, I'm here for, you know. I want to enable those kind of people uh, achieve the success that they want. And I, I, I hope that in 20 or 30 years from now, they're the TV people that are listed on magazine covers and on TV commercials and the, the sponsor. Like we had this morning, we had a call that somebody said they want me to be their brand ambassador and they want to pay me money to represent their brand. And I'm already starting to see it, I'm experiencing it, that, you know, I'm just a teacher at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Somebody who cares about transforming people's lives and enabling them to achieve more. Mm -hmm. So if I can do it, you can do it. And that's what I want to see over the next you know, decade. I'd love to see more and more teachers standing out because teachers, when they do well, they give more. Whereas a lot of business leaders, politicians, uh, you know, actors and entertainers, you know, sometimes can be very self-centric. The gap between those people and the people who give them money is so significant. Whereas what we're trying to do is minimize the gap. We want our clients to have the same level of success because we know if they become successful, they're gonna make even a bigger difference. They're gonna contribute more. And so to me, that's the, you know, that's why I recently positioned myself as uh, the world's first significance mentor, uh, being inspired by your, oh. what you taught me about positioning, because I realized I'm all about significance. Mm -hmm. Significance and legacy is my number one value. Mm -hmm. But I'm the only one that teaches this now in the way that I teach it. And so I think, you know, you bringing your passion brand, my, me bringing my significance brand, and both of us bringing our business experience is a, such a, a powerful combination. Uh, and, um, 
you know, so I'm all about collaboration now as well. So that's really my mission is to, you know, take what we have and help teachers, consultants, mentors, advisors, speakers and authors achieve rock star status. I have no doubt that people will consider teachers the rock stars of future. Yeah. Thanks to people like you who are really inspiring. And I'm yeah. really glad that we were able to do this. So guys, thank you so much for watching this. And if you like this video, I encourage you. And if you truly believe in the mission this man has to teach people on how to not only find the passion, but build a business around it, and also to make teaching as the coolest and the best profession so that world can see. And the most lucrative one as well. Most lucrative one as well. <laughs> if you want that, and if your values are aligned towards Ron's values and my values, go ahead and share this video with all your friends, like it, and put in the comment box below. If there's any specific question that you want to ask me or Ron, put in the comment box, box below and we will try and answer some of the best questions that you guys have. Thank you for watching once again. This is Passion Printer Show. This is Dave Gadwi, and I will see you next time with another legend to share their inspirational journey and their vision of making an impact on this world. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ron, for Pleasure. being on it's the great. show.